Hi, welcome to the Parshas Tetzave edition. This week we read our Torah from Yechezkel Perk Mem Gimel. In a non-Iberior, non-leap year, we usually read uh, Parshas Zohar on Parshas Tetzave, which would have us reading the Haptorah Parshas Zohar. And it's rare that on a non-leap year, we would read the regular Haptorah Tetzave. The last time this happened was in Toshin Samach Aleph 2001. Additionally, in World Cities, in Yerushalayim, this week, due to the special Maftir for Purim, the Haftorah that's read is the same one as last week. That's the only time that you could have the same Haftorah read two Shabbos in a row, which would be last week. And this week, reading the same Haftorah, the one for Parshas, what we, uh, we call the Haftorah Parshas Zohar. This Haftorah is a continuation from beginning in Perak Mem of Yechezkel. Let's back up a minute. Yechezkel is made up of 48 prokim. The first 30-something prokim are nevuas about a lot of different things. Then there's two or three prokim that deal with Achris Hayomim, Goigu Mogoig. That's the uh, Haftorah we read on on Shabbos Chomoy Sukkot and Shabbos Chomoy Pesach, I think, are in these um, prokim. And then, beginning in Perak Mem to Memches, it's discussing the rebuilding of Eretz Yisrael and the, the, the land and the Beis HaMikdash and all the associated things. Beginning of Perak Mem, it says that he brings, uh, Hashem brought him to Yerushalayim. And Yechezkel is shown a guide. The guide shows him the Beis HaMikdash. What's going to be the Beis HaMikdash. And this Nevuah continues through Perak Mem Gimel, which is our Torah. And then it continues with other uh, areas of how to maintain the base of Mikdash and the halachas that need to be kept and how to split up the land. Other haftarists that are, there are two additional haftarists throughout the year from this chilek, from the end of Yechezkel, are Parshas Achodesh and Parshas Emmer. Now, I'm going to speak about two points here. One is in our haftarists, Perak Mem Gimel, the Torah begins Pasuk Yud, and it begins very soon after talking about the Mizbeach. It says the measurements of the Mizbeach, and it discusses as well the different parts to the Mizbeach. And the words are somewhat cryptic. It's a little um, difficult to understand without seeing Rashi, seeing the Gemaras that discuss it. But basically... Looking in Pasuk Yudalit and Tesvav, the Pasuk says, the Pesukim say as follows, So there's an area on the Mizbeach, it says clearly in the Pasuk before, we're talking about the Mizbeach. There's a part of the Mizbeach that's called the Azora HaTachtoyna, and then it says, There's another area of the Mizbeach that's referred to as the Azorah HaGadoyla, the large courtyard. 
the Haharel Arba Amos is a part of the Mizbeach, which is called the Harel. One word, but it, the word is made up of Harel is the, the, the mountain of Hashem. And then, Ume Ha'ariel Ulamalo Ha'kronis Arba, Ha'ariel is another area, which is the top of the Mizbeach, and then it continues talking about the Ha'ariel it's a square of 12 Amois. And then it talks again about the Azara, and the um, Haftarah continues to talk about the Mizbeach and what's done on the Mizbeach. So it's very interesting that we find these four names of the different areas of the Mizbeach. There's the Azara Tachtoina, or, or Azara Katana, and then there's the Azara Gedoila, the Harel, and the Ariel. And in Parshas Truma, where it talks about the tzivoy of making the original Mizbeach in the, in the Mishkan, takes apart these details and, and learns from here the different missions of the, of the Mizbeach and the carbonists that are brought on it. And one very uh, beautiful detail, he says, is that the, the chatos is the carbon which whose blood is brought on top of the mizbeach? It's brought on the the top half. The oila, its blood is sprinkled on the bottom half of the mizbeach. So he says the reason is that the the bottom half of the mizbeach signifies the azara. That's the place. That's the courtyard that shows you you're not yet there. You're not yet at your destination. And the top of the mizbeach is the harel and the ariel. The, the Harel is the mountain of Hashem, and the Ariel is the, the fire, which is, um, which is represented, it's, it's referred to as like a lion, an Ari, on the Mizbeach. So, when a person does an Avera, a person does a Chatos, when a person does an Avera, he does something that he shouldn't have done. Let's say a person was uh, Michal Shabbos, the Shagim. He brings a carbon, that's a carbon Chatos. When a person brings a carbon Chatos, the idea that the that the Torah is trying to teach him is that you could be so much greater, and show him where his aspirations should be, because achatos comes from not doing what you're supposed to be doing, from mistaking uh, your course. On the other hand, an oila is from laziness. An oila is brought when someone doesn't do mitzaseh. Mitzaseh is the we say the 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 score, the extras. Not it's not extras in life, but it's it's the um, the the positive actions that we're doing. And when a person doesn't do it, it's because of laziness. And when a person is lazy, we have to show him you're you're down below. We have to show him that that you're just at the beginning of your journey, and therefore the oil goes on the bottom of the zbeach. Now, an over uh, overreaching and over uh, um, extending idea that is mentioned by a lot of Farshim is that the Beis that Yecheskel sees here, this is a time when the Beis HaMikdash, Yecheskel lived at the end of Vaisrishan and I believe through the Chorban, he's seeing now the rebuilding of the Beis HaMikdash. It doesn't say here clearly which base mikdash is. Is it the second or the third? On one hand, we know that the second base mikdash did not look the way Yecheskel envisioned the base mikdash here to look. There are many things here which were not followed 
by the second Mesamikdash. On the other hand, the Gemara does learn many things from the from the uh, Sukkim here in Yecheskel, many details. And the Mefarshim grapple with this. There's a very famous Rambam. The Rambam says as follows. In the beginning of Beis Abchira, he says that they took some things from the from the Binyan Yecheskel. So the um, the question is, why why is that so? Why was that something that they, um, you know, what was the tzivoy? Why didn't they build the the base of Mikdash of Yechazka? First of all, what was the tzivoy? What did Hashem command them to do when they came to build the second base of Mikdash? And if they had a blueprint for a base of Mikdash, why didn't they build the um, the uh, base of Mikdash that Yechazka envisioned for them? So um, the wording is of the Rambam is in Parakalaf Alachadalid. The Anshe by Sheni Kishavane Me Ezra Banu Kibinyan Shlaima Ume and Varam Farashim Yechesko. They built it similar to the um, the things in Yechesko. So what's the what's the reason for that? So the Taisa Yamtiv has a sefer called Surah Sabayis, which discusses the Beis HaMikdash. And in his Akdama there, he says that, he explains the Rambam somewhat, and he says that they somehow knew, maybe Benavua, they were still Nevi'im when they built the Beis HaMikdash, but they, they somehow knew that they weren't supposed to build the Binyan of, of Yecheskel, what Yecheskel saw in these Prakim, and therefore they built it a little different. It doesn't uh, give us a full... Um, understanding of it. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky in Emes Yaakov in a few places, one of them is a Parshas boy, one of them is um, in Avois, a few places, he discusses this um, this idea, and he, and he says as follows, that when the Yidin went to Golos, and even when they subsequently came back to Bayashani, they knew that this was not the ideal situation. This was not a full Pekidah. This was not going back to the way it was when they came into the Beis HaMikdash a couple hundred years earlier. And it was just a stopgap measure. They knew Hashem was doing it with Toivasam for their good, but at the same time, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, the full measure of what they had originally. And they wanted to make sure to keep themselves from forgetting that it's just a stop. And therefore, they did many things which, when you, when you look at them, it seems puzzling. One of them is they kept speaking Aramaic. And we know that in the Megillah there's some words in Aramaic. Um, but, and we know that the Ramban tells in the Parshas Boy that they brought the names of the months, Nisan, Iyar, those were names that they used in Bavel. And they're mentioned only in the Nevi'im Achroinim. They're only mentioned, and, and one of the places is in Megillah's Esther a few times, it's mentioned these names. Why did they take the names along with them? And additionally, the Talmud Yushalmi, which is written in Eretz Yisrael, has a more... Uh, we would say a highfalutin uh, uh, Aramaic than the Babli does. Why didn't they speak Lashon Kodesh? So he explains it was for this purpose. They wanted to keep in mind that their this was not their ultimate goal, and this is not where they are, um, where they're going to stay put, and there will be another goal is happening. And he says for this reason as well, the Binyan Yecheskel did not did not um, play itself out. It wasn't meant for them that they should. That they should continue. Um, that they should continue doing 
uh, that they should build that type of Esamekdash and have that, that would only be at the time that it would be the ultimate Geula. And that's why they left that for the, uh, for the Bayesh Lishi. And in fact, he says even a little more that the Nevois of Chagai, which were after Yecheskel, discussed by Sheni and discuss how they were going to build the Bayesheni, and therefore they ignored the, the Nevois of Yecheskel, left them for that time that will be Zeichetu. And this ties in with Megillus Esther. Of course, we're leading into Purim. Megillus Esther was that time between the first and second Mesamekdash, and they were still sort of finding their identity in Golas, trying not to lose themselves, trying to uh, go back to, to the second Mesamekdash. May we be Zeichet to that time soon to see the Binyan Cheskel and the third Mesamekdash. And may here of you may know, have a wonderful Purim and wonderful Shabbos.